You know what? Ah, uh, you didn't start it. Well, it's terrible. I, yeah, I, we've been talking for like five minutes, and I didn't even start the podcast. I'm so sorry. Hi, you've reached the Chase Lounge. This Short is a weird between opening. the couch and the keyboard thing there. Well, you know, I don't get it right all the time. I get it right most of the time. Except for all the time when you're wrong. <gasps> Leg gasp. Leg gasp. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself for saying that I'm ever wrong. What's wrong with you? You know women are never wrong. Um. Drink some of your wine and shut up. <laughs> Damn, that's some good cheap wine. You're you're terrible. Oh, we got somebody down on the field. We're watching the Chicago Bears, Bears. and the Indianapolis Colts. Colts. I'm surprised you knew that. Look at that. Look at me go. I know more about baseball than I know. I mean, more about football than I know about baseball. So that's that's good, bad, whatever. Anyway, preseason game. Um. <laughs> What all are we going to talk about tonight? I've got stuff. Well, I know you've got stuff. I I definitely have stuff. Oh, I want to say about this TikTok. (laughs) These guys were at, like, I guess they were at some kind of, like, a construction. They were building something, right? Uh Uh-huh. And there was this huge-ass hornet's nest, Uh right? That was, like, up in the top part of this building. Uh Uh-huh. And they were looking at it, and this dude had one of those. It's not a slingshot. It's the one that has like the brace on your arm that you pull the bands back that yeah, you it's can a slingshot. that you can hunt with. Well, I'm thinking yeah. a slingshot is when you no, spin that's, around. that's yeah, no, a slingshot is that's yeah. But it's like you can hunt with them, right? Right. <laughs> well, you see this guy. He's got this thing on his arm, and he's got something in it, right? And right. he's aiming up at this uh, hornet's nest, right? And next thing you know, this guy comes over with a lighter and lights whatever that is. It's, I think it was one of them, like them M60 firecrackers, oh, the big shit. ones. Oh, shit. And he shoots it. As soon as he lights it, he goes, and he shoots it into that thing. Like, it was probably like 20 feet up okay. or higher, right? And you see it go, and it goes in there. And the guy's filming in the camera. Next thing you know, this hornet net just goes, boom, <laughs> just explodes. And you see these guys running off real fast. It's so dumb. This is why women live longer than men. It's but because women don't do stupid shit like that. Because <laughs> when you, you see these guys in these situations, and people just, they, they put the music to it. Uh-huh. Especially like you see like with the Cotton Eye Joe song a lot. <laughs> there was a guy that was up in one of them cherry pickers. And he, it was a, it was a, a like a, the lights, like a street light. Okay. It was up high. And you see him with this can, and he's like about to spray up into this thing. Like I'm assuming, like like there's like a wasp nest or a bee's nest or something in there, right? Right. And he's got this cherry picker right up there underneath this light, and you see him spray. <laughs> and then they you know they started playing the Cotton Eye Joe song, and this dude is just flailing everywhere. It's <laughs> horrible. He's spraying this spray around him like an aerosol, trying to fend him off, and he's just. It was fucking hilarious. I oh laughed so fucking hard. That poor dude probably got lit the fuck up. If he had just asked a woman, she would have told him, maybe don't do that from so close. <laughs> but like, as soon as I saw him, I was like, what is he doing? And I see him point that spray up in that light. I'm like, oh, dude, you're screwed. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, that was... That's the kind of shit I get a lot on TikTok because I've always liked those videos. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just freaking phenomenal. 
the, the I, situation some of these idiots get themselves into. I get a lot of baseball videos. I on, do too now. I like them every time you send them to me. Yeah, well, I, I get. There was one. Um, I think it was at a college. It was either a college game or a minors game. It wasn't. It definitely was not a major league game. But the center fielder, um, this guy hit a. I don't think it was a pop fly. It was just, you know, it was just a ball toward left field. And I guess the left fielder wasn't in a position where he could get it easily. And the center fielder was running toward it. And he jumps in the air, catches this ball, does a flip in midair, and then lands on his feet. And then just, like, casually walks toward the infield. Like, he completely meant to do that the entire time. Well, see, that, it just reminds me of some of those, like the fucking Matrix, you know? Like some of those plays you talk about. Because I, I told you, that's why I love watching, like, college softball and mm-hmm. stuff. Because you, I mean, you always see amazing plays these girls pull off. Because, like, there was one, like, there was a runner on first base, and this batter was going to bunt, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the camera's behind the pitcher, right? And you see this girl square around, and she bunts, and the, bunt, and the ball didn't go very far. But it has a little bit of an arc to it. So it kind of goes up a little bit. And it's going to be too short. You know, the pitcher's not going to get to it, right? Right. And next thing you know, you just see this glove and this arm and this girl (laughs) on a parallel plane to the ground, diving in onto the camera and just, it was a third baseman because she was like all out sprinting. And she just dives and also, like, it's like, oh crap, nobody's going to catch it. Next thing you know, here's this athlete just come flying in and catches it and then doubles the girl up that was on first. Oh my God. I was just, I watched that play probably like 15 times because every time it was just like, oh shit, there was some person there. Because <laughs> there was like nobody and then next thing you know, this girl just comes flying into the screen to catch the ball. It was cool as shit. One, one that I sent you earlier was the guy that looked like he had fouled it off onto his leg. Oh, he hit the he hit the ball and it was a it was a foul tip right and it looked I like showed, I sent that one to you. We, either way, it got to both of us. But he 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 fouled it off, and it looked like initially oh. it fouled off. I want to correct that. I do remember you you sent that one to me because okay. I made the comment about it. Yeah, well, it fouled off into his shin, is what everybody was assuming, and the announcer was like, and but this guy like fucking hit the ground. Like, I mean, quick. he like hit the ground, and he's just like laying there in pain. And the announcer was like, what the hell happened? You know, because it, it just like looked like... worse than your run-of-the-mill foul ball off the shin. Right. You know, people take that shit all the time. They have, like, you know, shin guards and shit for that. And then they played the replay in slow motion. And this ball did not foul off his shin. It fouled off the bat, hit the ground, bounced up directly into his sack... It, 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 straight it got him straight in the sack. And, and, and it was one of those, you know this because you're a man, taking a sharp hit to the balls is one thing, but taking a very gentle... Glancing blow. Glancing blow to the sack is one of those that'll put you on the ground for 10 days. Yeah. That's what this guy took. <laughs> and you're in the middle of a major league game and you've got people watching you and you can't just grab your crotch with both hands. Yeah, you can. But it was everything you could tell. He was like, can't grab it. But <laughs> no, the best part, though, is like listening to the announcers talking. I was like, you know, that just doesn't seem like he's in a lot of pain. But what just seems like just a normal old run-of-the-mill foul ball off the shin. And as he says that, they're watching the replay in slow motion. And you see the ball come up and catch sack. 
And all you hear is that announcer go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. He didn't like go into a lot of explanation. He no, just, he really didn't. He, he kind of just like, oh. <laughs> because every man that watched that just grabbed his sack. Yeah, they knew in immediately <laughs> why he was down the way he was down. <laughs> you know, I tell you, you you can sit there and tell me all day long that we had an intelligent designer. You can tell me that all day long. And I'm going to point at the man's nutsack and say, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. This was an evolution thing, and evolution did y'all dirty. Why would you put the most vulnerable spot on on a guy? Outside of the inside of his body. It's like... Like the perfect spot to get kicked. Women don't have a really have a spot like that. Like we don't have something that is quite that vulnerable. Now it hurts if you if you get us in the titty. It hurts if you you know if you did a cunt punt or something like that. You know that would hurt. But it's not like I've heard a cooter kick can get can get pretty painful. But it's not gonna put us down on our knees for two days. For two days, it's not gonna make us throw up. You know, I, I, there's guys who've taken damage to the sack and they'll just sit there just dry heaving <laughs> well remember when we were still in Waco one of the kids got me I don't know what it was for he just walked up and just sack punched me <laughs> and I think he realized he fucked up because he ran for his life <laughs> I hadn't even been Parker that just seems like something he would do but he went in his room crying because he thought I was going to beat him up we don't do that to our kids no but he thought I was going to he, he thought you were going to because you hit the ground <laughs> dad's going to kill me <laughs> Like, well, Dad's dead, so he's not gonna—he's not a danger to you anymore. <laughs> like, well, kid, if you just took off running now, you'd get like a three-day start. <laughs> you'd be fine. <laughs> he ain't gonna catch you. Oh, speaking of, by the way, <clears throat> uh, this is a, a different subject, but you're gonna hear a timer go off here in about 45 minutes. That's the chicken cooking. So just you know, bear with us. I'm gonna go get the chicken and then you know, um, get back to the podcast. But uh, so if you hear anything weird in the background, that's what that is. <clears throat> So, um, I went to go see the Barbie movie today by myself. By nobody, yourself. Nobody would go with me, but that's okay. I was tired of trying to drag people to this movie. Funny thing is, I was waiting for you to bring that that particular subject up. Because you did not ask anyone to go with you. No, today. I did not. Because I have asked you for two weeks in a row to go with me. And something has always stopped you. No, you something had- has stopped us. You've had something going on, but here's the deal. If you want to go see that movie again tomorrow, we're going to fucking go tomorrow. He was that good. I was in that movie for two hours and 30 minutes, and had I not needed to pee, I would have not noticed the passage of time. It was that good of a movie. Hmm. Holy shit. And it, it, it's, very, it's a very silly movie. You're going to watch this movie and you're going to be like, well, this is some silly bullshit. And it is. But that's the point. It's silly bullshit. It's an extremely heavy-handed movie. It fucking just slaps you in the face with the point repeatedly. If you walk out of this movie not understanding what this movie was trying to tell you, it is because you deliberately went in there with the intention of not getting the point. Right. And the point is not, let me, let me just go ahead and disabuse you of this notion. You hear a lot of people saying, oh, the, the Barbie movie is about patriarchy and the Barbie movie is about pulling down the patriarchy and all this other stuff. Yes, but also no. The point is not patriarchy bad. 
That is not the point of this movie. The point of the movie is a system which is used to oppress a group of people by anyone is bad. And let's not do it. Let's rise above it. Let's unbrainwash ourselves. Let's start viewing people according to how they are as opposed to how you think they should be. And let's strike down these systems of oppression that keep people curtailed in their ability to be human. And then we will all be better people for it. That is literally the point of this movie. And it does it in two hours by slapping you in the face with Barbies. It's great. It's awesome. And Kate McKinnon is, is a treasure. She plays weird Barbie. Which you didn't have toys like Barbie when you were growing up. But everybody had a weird Barbie. <laughs> She becomes a weird Barbie because you play with her too hard. Draw on her. She's constantly in the splits because... <laughs> <laughs> like, even in the movie, like, Kate McKinnon's character is in the splits like most of the movie because that's what her that's what her Barbie character is. Um, you got the one where they cut most of the hair off. And yeah. That, that, dirty and burnt. And... Yeah, that's weird Barbie. Um, and you have stereotypical Barbie. And every woman in this movie... Every, every woman who is in the Barbie land, she is a Barbie, but there's President Barbie and there's Spaceman Barbie and there's Supreme Court Justice Barbie and there's all this stuff. And they live in this idyllic world where all the problems have been solved because women are able to look up to Barbie. And when she gets into the real world, she realizes that that's not how reality is. And it, it, it's a complete... I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just... We gotta go see this movie. <laughs> if you don't want to go see it with me tomorrow, which I would like for you to go see it with me tomorrow, I will go again by myself. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> but seriously, like people like Ben Shapiro have gone to see this movie and they're like, "Oh, it's about the patriarchy, and you're just trying to say that men are bad." Da 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 da. da. No, you literally went into that movie to get the point wrong. Yeah. You left that movie making your own mind up about that movie as opposed to learning what it was trying to teach you. It is not men, bad, girls, good. That's not the point of the movie. And if you came out of the movie thinking that, that's because you're a damn caveman and you weren't listening. What is she doing? The ferret is trying to get out of that cage like crazy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway, yes. Um, and speaking of Barbie, Barbie is WB's highest grossing movie ever. It just surpassed The Dark Knight nice. as being the highest grossing WB movie ever. And it's it's either in the top 10 or the top 15 of top grossing movies of all time. Which I know you have an issue with that because of the way that they calculate things. Because movie yep. tickets cost more now than what they cost you know 20 years ago. And I get that. Because that's like I was telling you like with Titanic. When that movie came out, tickets were five bucks. Yeah. Because I worked at the theater when it came out. It was five or five fifty to get in. Right. So if you want to compare how much money a movie makes in the box office today, I don't give a shit about how much money did you make off ticket sales. I want to know the number. Yeah. How many of tickets, tickets did you actually sell? Sell. Because. Because now a movie's ten bucks to get in. Well, it's a, it was eleven fifty for me to go to the matinee today. Yeah. And 
So and that's it, a matinee. It, Normally matinees are like less than ten bucks to get in. I was surprised that that's like a normal movie ticket. It's like eleven fifty. Okay, so let's just even go down some ten bucks. So compare how much Barbie made compared to how much Titanic made, and if Barbie didn't make at least twice as much, it's still behind. Yeah, just in sheer number of tickets. Because I've always that's always bothered me, you know, but. Oh, she! You're, can you go over there and tell her to stop? She is making yeah, all kinds of noise. Yeah, because the ferret speaks English. <laughs> I think her problem is that she's she's trying to get out because we turned the light on and that woke her up. Yeah. And also, I need to clean out her cage. Which as soon as we finish the the podcast, I'm going to clean out her cage because I think she's mad that the cage is dirty. Poor baby, pobrecito. Picked up them damn water bottles earlier. <laughs> You, you didn't have to be she, a smart... She, she, I mean, come on. You asked me earlier, oh my gosh, will you will you uh, give the, the ferrets water both of their water things are empty? And I made the comments like, dang, I could have swore that you know one of the kids just filled those things up yesterday. And you were like, well, are they that thirsty or is it leaking? <laughs> I just looked at her like, oh, fuck, I don't know if they're leaking. They're empty. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I can't really tell when there's nothing in it. <laughs> Obviously, I was asking you to make an educated guess based off of the information in front of you. And the information in front of me was an empty water bottle. You so, could have checked to see if the litter was wet underneath. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could have checked this shit. Instead of being all snarky and smart-assery. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's dry. I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> Aaron's teacher asked me to do a, I had homework for Aaron's teacher this this week and it was you need to tell me something about your kid. You need to give me a few paragraphs on your kid telling me their hopes, their fears, their dreams. Nobody knows your kid better than you do. So tell me a little bit about them. And it was all I could do not to just write he's a sarcastic asshole and send that back to the teacher. <laughs> because hearing you talk right now I, I don't wonder where both of the kids got one of them. Okay, so Aaron is super sarcastic. Aaron is a sarcastic me. little asshole. Parker, on the other hand, has a super dry sense of humor, which comes off as sarcasm if you don't know what he's doing. Both of them are little a holes, <laughs> but they both have different ways of like portraying that, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, I, I still think Parker's shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> my God. When he asked you to get him some peanut butter ice cream. That's all he asked for at the grocery store. No, 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 no. He asked for peanut butter ice cream and chocolate ice cream. And I assumed he was asking for a jar of peanut butter and some what, chocolate ice cream. Because that's what you brought home. And you were like, okay. And he's like, well, that's not what I meant. He's like, I wanted... Peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. Yeah, chocolate peanut butter ice cream, like like together. Peanut butter and chocolate ice cream. Yeah, but not a jar of peanut butter and a jar of chocolate ice cream, which is what I brought him. But a few days later, we're headed out to the grocery store. <laughs> he looked at her, looked at you, and went, "Hey, You're like what?" So y'all go to the grocery store? Yeah. So y'all want to give that old uh, peanut butter ice cream another shot? <laughs> Yes. You are a smart ass. And I wouldn't have it any other way. And, you know, and that's one thing that 
I think that when people hear the kids talk to us or they hear the kids talk about by us and stuff like that, I just wonder if they think that we're like not raising our kids right because they're so sarcastic. But it's called preparing them for the real world. Yeah, and they're not they're not being disrespectful when they're being sarcastic because it's kind of like they're just giving what they get. Because we're sarcastic toward the kids, and they just kind of reflect that back at us. And so we have this really good relationship where, okay, oh, okay. when I was growing up, my mother told me to clean the kitchen. If I didn't say, yes, ma'am, and go clean the kitchen, I was disrespectful. And I got in trouble for that. I had to answer in the affirmative immediately and then go do what I was told. Otherwise, I was being disrespectful and I'd get punished. When I tell Aaron to go clean the kitchen, his first response is, well, no, I'm not doing that. Or, ugh. Yeah, or, ugh. But if I give him five minutes, he's in there cleaning the kitchen. You know, so it's kind of like he does the thing you ask him to do, but he just has to kind of give you a little attitude first. And usually when that happens, you have to corral me because that... Pisses me off. But he but he always gets it done. It's just... I know, but just... Mm. But I think that's... Honestly, I think that's because of the way you and I were raised. Because we were raised with such strict parents that we expect the same things that our parents expected. But I'm remembering back to when I was a kid, had I been allowed to kind of give it back to my mom? You know, and, and not give... Because it's different when you're... Being disrespectful and giving attitude. When you have a good relationship with your parents, it's a little different. Does that make sense? Yes, baby. You always make sense with everything you say. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I wouldn't have dared to give back my parents' attitude. You're correct. Because I would have gotten in serious trouble for that. Again, you're correct. But I have correct. (laughs) Shut up. You're correct. But I have. Aaron has a good relationship with me, and Aaron has a good relationship with you, and he knows that if he, it's not even him pushing back. He's just like snapping back at us, just being like, "Well, I'm not doing that." But then he goes and does it. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but he's. I like the fact he's comfortable enough with us that I know he's going to do things even if he snaps back a little sarcasm at me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you don't like it, but I don't I don't mind it. <laughs> and it's funny because they only do that to you. But they still do the things I ask them to do, don't they? They do the things I ask them to do, too. Yeah, but... But they do it in a more timely manner. Well... At least it gets done. <laughs> That's all I'm worried about is it gets done. <laughs> oh, man, you made me spill some of my wine. That's your fault. <laughs> well, you spilled it everywhere. Wipe it Why are you wiping dog? it on the dog? So the dog will smell like wine. I don't want the dog to smell like wine. He sleeps with me. I don't you don't worry sleep. about it, okay? You, you, this is See this crease in the middle of the table? What happens on this side is none of your business, all right? None. So is that how we're playing this? You just need to know where your boundaries are, woman. My boundaries are wherever I set them, sir. 
where I allow, you mean. Oh, is that how this is? <laughs> yep. That's how it goes. Oh my god, I thought you were going to hit me. <laughs> I was tensed up and everything. <laughs> and all I did was reach out and just stroke your little shoulder here. Get your hand off of me. <laughs> oh, this is a weird podcast. Aren't um, they all? I mean, you're part of it. It's got to be weird. So, people are saying that Sandra Bullock needs to give back her Oscar for the blind side, which I don't agree with. Why should she? It's not her fault. No. That whole... that Okay, so, if you haven't been keeping up with it, which you may have, all three of our listeners <laughs> may have been keeping up with this, but um, the are they the, two, the Tuies? I believe is how you pronounce her name. Anyway, the white family that took in Michael Orr, um, the football player from the line side. Um, apparently, they never actually adopted him like they said they were going to do. Because at the time, he was about six months from being 18 and they couldn't have adopted him anyway. So what they did was, three months after he turned 18, they put him in a conservatorship. So how were they able to do that? Because he was 18 and he signed the papers and didn't have his own lawyer. Oh, so he signed off on it. He signed off on it, not knowing what it was. Gotcha. So what a conservatorship is, is if you are in a conservatorship, typically it means you are not capable of making your own decisions about your money, about your career, about your life, about anything. A conservatorship is what Britney Spears was in for 11 years. Right. And it was a really horrible situation because she was forced into that conservatorship and it was a, just a, a bad a bad deal. With Michael Orr, um, he was in a conservatorship because he just didn't know any better. and He didn't have his own lawyer to tell him that it was good or bad. Um, so what the Tuies did is they, um, they put him into this conservatorship and they started controlling all of his money. They controlled his um, financial decisions. They controlled his... Um, career decisions and then they did the movie The Blind Side and <clears throat> the way I understand it um, the Tuies benefited they all got 2.5% of all of the profits of that movie which that movie made <laughs> a, lot. a shit ton of money a shit ton of money um, my mother fucking loves that movie and I watched it, and I liked it, but I've watched it again, and it's kind of white savory for me. You know, you know what I mean? Like the white savior's coming in and saving the black kid from himself, kind of, kind of deal. It, it. The second and third time I watched the movie, it kind of struck me as a little weird, but I wasn't able to put my finger on it because I wasn't left wing enough at the time. <laughs> but whatever. Either way. You know, this is a very popular movie. It won an Oscar. Um, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar off of it. Um, the only problem was um, it portrayed Michael Orr as being somebody who had to be taught football by Leanne Tui. It kind of portrayed that in the movie. When in reality, when the Tuies came along, he was already a football star. He already knew what he was doing because he was, you know, 17, 18 years old when they when they started bringing him into their house. Um, it portrayed him as maybe a little intellectually 
challenged. Challenged. And it, that it definitely did. Yeah, because it kind of portrayed him as a little slow. Yeah. Like the big dumb athlete. The big dumb jock. Right. In reality, he was not even slightly that. Um, he had good grades. He had to repeat like second and third grade, which put him behind his peers. But that's because his mother had a very serious drug problem and ended up giving up her custody of him when he was 11. Um, so she was not able to help him. And so he kind of went from foster home to foster home to foster home. But by the time he was in high school, he was kind of caught up with his peers. Um, he was getting good grades in school because you can't play football without having good grades. They just wouldn't let you play. Um, so he you had to have good grades to play sports. You just had to pass. Well, he was passing his classes. Let's put it that way. Yeah. He wasn't some, you know, you know, straight A student or whatever, but he was passing all his classes like he needed to. Um, he was not intellectually uh, behind anybody, and he definitely didn't need to be taught football by this white family. They just allowed him into their home so that he would have a place to stay. And he turned 18. They put him in the conservatorship. They made the movie about his life. They profited 2.5% off of this movie, and it was 2.5% per person in the family. So the two parents plus the two kids profited 2.5% off this movie. So that's millions of dollars. Michael Orr didn't get a dime off that movie. Yeah, he's claiming he got nothing off of it. They're saying that he did. So it they're doing the whole court thing and he's actually telling them that he what is it that they need to give him so much money or he's going to put out a really bad story about him well th- this was the story yeah. he i mean this was out. yeah this was what yeah. they were he, he was he, t- he told him he's like look if you just give me the 15 million dollars that you owe me based off this movie and based off the the profiting that you have made off of Ugh. my career and my life just give me that I'll leave it alone. Nobody will know anything about this. But they're like, no, we're not doing that. So he said, okay, fine, I'm going to the public. And so he brought this out. Um, he's got a lawyer now. He retired in 2016. And in 2016, the reason he hasn't done anything until now is because he was he had a football career. You know, and he was busy. <laughs> he's since retired. And he had a lawyer look over his finances once he retired. And the lawyer's like, why are you in this conservatorship? That doesn't make any sense. And they started digging into it and found out a lot more about the family. And he's he's basically cut ties with the family. Like, he doesn't even talk to them anymore without the lawyer present. Good. I mean, it, it's, it's a really bad situation. But if anybody's giving Sandy Bullock shit about this, you can fuck off, right? I agree. It was not her fault that that movie did well. She was phenomenal in the role. Yeah. Sandy Bullock needs to be left alone. You need to leave her Oscar alone. She she deserved it. She deserved the Oscar for that movie. It's just the movie shouldn't have been made the way it was. But that's not her fault. So anyway, I hope that, that situation works out. I hope that... It, you know, it would be nice if they could repair their relationship. You know? But it kind of sucks when you find out that somebody's been profiting off your back and leaving you penniless <laughs> this entire time. You know, that, that sucks. Yeah. And um, it, Michael Orr is alleging that the, the fact that he was portrayed as this intellectually challenged person caused him to lose out on, on trades and 
benefits that he could have gotten in the NFL. They wouldn't let him lead a team because they thought he was, they thought he was too stupid to lead the team. You're not going to get any kind of real sponsorships for like, you know, Adidas, Nike. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So he's alleging that it cost him a lot of money and it cost him a lot of cachet in his career. Yeah. You know, because of the way he was portrayed in the movie and and the oars. I mean, the uh, the uh, the Tui's portrayed him that way on. He's alleging portrayed him that way on purpose. But uh, so hopefully they can get this whole thing resolved because, you know, that that makes me kind of sad that. I've wanted to be one of those people who takes in kids, but I also don't want to take advantage of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And eventually, if we are in the position where we can open up our home to some kids, which I hope we are, when when the kids move out, you know, and we, we have extra bedrooms and extra money and, you know, extra extra time and all this other stuff that we can that we can give to some kids, I definitely don't want to take advantage of them in that way. Yeah, that's true. Because I would, I would love to do. I think it would be, I think it would be really neat to take in older kids, you know, that are about to age out of the system, and give them someplace stable that they can come if they need to. I've got, a, I've actually got a friend that does that, and um, she, um, she says it's the best feeling in the world when you never hear from them again, because they've gone on and they've lived their lives. She, she doesn't mean that in a bad way, like they, right, like. They're not talking to me because they hate me kind of thing. It's They're not talking to me because they don't need me anymore. They've moved on. They've Their lives have gotten better. They're able to have lives. And she was able to give them that sort of thing. And I, I would like to be able to do that for some older kids. I think that would be cool. Anyway. What do you got on your list right now? Not much. Not much. Angel Hernandez should be fired from the MLB. I don't think he'll be... I don't know how he's made it as long as he has. I don't know how he's made it this long either. He is the worst. Like he's one the of those, worst does, does umpire it, does, in the Does he know something about somebody and that's why he keeps his job? Or you, you can't. I don't see how you can be the lowest rated umpire for as long as he has been and still has a job. Do you know he went to court twice? Yeah. So he he was passed over for a promotion and he said, he went to court saying that it was because he was Hispanic or something. Anyway, he was saying he was discriminated against. And in court, two different times, they proved that, no, you weren't promoted because you were shit at your job. It's like, buddy, has nothing to do with what race you are, what color you are. It's just the fact that, you know what, you just suck. You missed 25 calls this game. Like, that's like half the calls. <laughs> there were calls that he made that I would have not missed. And I am not an umpire. And I am terrible at calling baseball. And I still would not have missed that. I mean, like those some of those hitters and everything, and pitchers just like, if the guy didn't swing at it, it didn't matter where the pitch was, they were all just waiting to see what he was going to call it. Yeah. Because it it's not like he wasn't trying to home cook. You know, and, and that's what I was about to point out. Was, it's not like he was favoring one team or the other. Go ahead. <laughs> if you're going to be bitchy, be bitchy into the microphone. <laughs> so he wasn't trying to home cook. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Mm-hmm. Quit being passive aggressive mm-hmm. and shitty. <laughs> 
This is dead air, honey. I'm just going to let it sit. <laughs> well, it's my fault that the middle of my sentences keep interrupting the beginning of yours. It is your fault. It is 100% your fault. Anyway, finish your sentence. I don't need to. You did it for me. You cut me off and finished it for me. Well, go ahead. Finish your thought. It's pointless now. <laughs> You're pointless. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you're enjoying this because he's being a passive-aggressive little bitch right now. <laughs> Did you know our workout in the gym is changing on Tuesday? Hmm? Our workout in the gym is changing on Tuesday. Yeah, I know. We already talked about that. But we haven't talked about it on the podcast, so nobody else knows about it. Oh. Have you looked ahead to see what we're doing? No, but you were reading it off to me. Do you want me to read it off to you again? I mean, apparently you brought it up because that's what you want to do, so go ahead. You know what? This is not good podcasting, okay? You're terrible at this. (laughs) I mean, you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do anyway. (laughs) But it just becomes more, uh, like, up-paced and shit, right? It's more intense. Intense, yeah, that's what we're looking for. It's definitely more intense. Instead of doing three sets of eight to ten reps, we're doing four sets of eight to ten reps on every single thing. Plus, he's added different workouts in there. Like, for example, instead of doing hack squats and goblet squats, now we're pushing the sled, which I've never done before. Right. You have, though. Yes. Tell me about that, though. I pushed a sled. <laughs> oh my god! Why do I bother podcasting with you? I mean, what, what do you want me to say? I, <laughs> I pushed a sled. Okay. Did that umpire's hat fall off in the middle of that game? Oh no, he god. probably threw it. Yeah. Is, is, did he throw the hat like they did in Montgomery? <laughs> I don't think it was a call for battle, but. Oh, that lady at Walmart today. <laughs> she knew we were talking about. That was funny. Because we were talking about a folding chair, and she's like, oh, I got the folding chair. <laughs> she said they had a um, they had a meeting at work, because um, she's a team lead, and she and the other team lead, uh, they were doing like their, their morning meeting or whatever, and she came in there, and she took her hat off and threw it in the air, and then the other lady came in behind her with a folded chair, yeah. and everybody was looking around like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> it's like, it's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's the call for Avengers Assemble. <laughs> Oh, we can't watch American Horror Story this next season. We're not allowed to watch it. Yeah. They're using scabs, which we do not support. We support the strike. We support the unions. We do not support the scabs. But from what I understand, the only reason they're using scabs is because they have a Kardashian in the cast this season, and they didn't want to lose the Kardashian, which that's a dumb reason anyway. You shouldn't have a Kardashian in your cast. I'm sorry. You should have a Lady Gaga in your cast. Yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Hotel again. Just come her. There are certain seasons I definitely want to watch again. Um, 
Murder House was the the first season is still one of my favorite ones. Hotel was is one of my favorite ones. Um, what are some of the other ones? Freak Show was good, but it wasn't the best. Yeah. Um. But I really enjoyed Murder House, and then Hotel. Yeah. What's the other one that I like so much? I'm trying to remember all the different ones. Shit, I have to look it up, see what all the seasons of. I can't remember what all the different seasons' names were. Well, now. there's been like 11 seasons at this point. I still, we still have not finished last season, which I need to finish because I was seriously enjoying it. Because it was like the 80s, you know, and it was like the AIDS scare and you know serial killers running through through New York and it was good stuff. I thought it was neat that the what was it Apocalypse. Apocalypse was pretty good. Because, like, when they they kind of start tying all the seasons in together, oh, that yeah. was cool. I want to go back, and I want to give Coven another try. Because See, I, I didn't enjoy I, Coven when I first watched it. I didn't either. But the way that they tied Coven in with Apocalypse makes me want to give Coven another chance. Because that was, that was really good. But we've lost Evan... Um, Peters. Evan Peters, and we've lost Sarah Paulson. They're not they're not on the season anymore. Um, and honestly, they're they're the two heavy hitters that you've got. All right, see, so season one. Season this, one was Murder House. It just tells me what the shows are. I don't. I want to know what the name of it is. I don't know. Hang on, let me see. What, oh, hang on. I'll be back. Keep talking. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Okay. So season one was Murder House. Season two was Asylum. Yeah. Which that one had some good stuff in it. It did. Uh, season three was Coven, which I did go back and watch that one. I enjoyed that one. Uh, season four was Freak Show. Season five, which was one of my favorites, is Hotel. Season six, Roanoke. That one did. Well, that one was creepy. Yeah, but it was good too. I, I enjoyed Roanoke. Uh, seven uh, was Cult. Is that the one where it had to do with the election and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, season eight was a good one. Apocalypse. Uh, nine was nineteen eighty four. That one was good because that was the one at the uh, at the camp house or something, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the one where they were at the summer camp. Yeah. And then season ten was a double feature, two different stories taking up half the season. And then the eleventh one, subtitled New York City. But I want to—we didn't finish the last season. We haven't finished. Is that one we were watching? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we didn't even finish that one yet. So I guess the new season will be season 12 then. Yes. Damn, I didn't realize they had that many of them going. And there was there was one uh, that was called Alien that I don't think we ever watched because it was on Hulu by itself. It wasn't... Alien? No, no, no. That was uh, American Horror Stories. Because of what I, because I, we didn't watch those either. But apparently, like the first two episodes were tied together. But apparently, like every episode after that was like its own little, its own little like hour long story. Oh, cool! You know, it didn't have anything to do with like season. Like, I'm sorry, not season, but 
episode three had nothing to do with episode four. You know, and then five had nothing to do with four. So and six was something different. Each season has been something different, but American Horror Stories was each episode was something different. Except for the first two. But I, I haven't even watched all of those yet. But I liked Asylum. I liked Asylum. It got a little alieny weird, but other than that, it was a. I mean, it was well, a. Uh, what's her face? Uh, oh, what is her name? The crying lady. Uh, no, not Sarah Paulson. Yeah, she aggravated uh, me because she cried every fucking episode. I was like, she is such a good. She's a good crier because that's all she does is cry. But what is uh, the older woman who played the the nun in Asylum? Played the nun. Yeah, what is her name? She is oh. so fucking fantastic. Oh my gosh, you yeah. Know who I'm talking yes, because she was in like oh, Angela, not Angela Bassett. That was not, no Angela Bassett was amazing in those in those in American Horror Story. Because she was also the mother of one of the girls in Coven. Or she was the head witch at one time in Coven. I mean, she's been different things in every season. But what was her? How can I? And you're going to say her name and be like, oh, yeah, duh. Hang on. Let me find her. Come on, dead air. Look it up quicker. I know. I'm looking. Because, uh, shoot. I wish I could remember her name. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Do something I'm quick. looking, I'm looking. Uh, Fiona Good is her name. Season Fiona Good Actress. Uh, Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. I, I looked it up as soon as you said that I saw it. Yeah. Jessica Lange is... Isn't she like an Academy Award winning actress? I mean, she's like fucking amazing. And for her to be in this little show... And to be so balls out amazing on it. But Evan Peters took the show in Hotel. Oh my God. Yes, he did. With that weird accent that he had. And he was playing like this serial killer that, that was actually a ghost that may have actually been corporeal and we don't know. And oh my God. He was so good. So freaking yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And then they ended up bringing back. Um, I can't remember which season it was that they brought back Evan Peters. This was after he left because Colt was his last season. Um, but they brought him back to play the school shooter that he played for Murder House. And they brought him back to play a different character as well um, in one of the later seasons. Hmm. And he was just as good. <laughs> I mean, that, but, but that, that season... Is what made me an Evan Peters fan. Oh, Hotel? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Now, he was good in Murder House. Oh, yeah, he's great. But I didn't really know anything about him. Yeah. That was my first experience of really watching him in anything. But and watching... And you see him in that, and then see him as playing Quicksilver. Uh-huh. Watching him fall into these characters and just kind of embody them and become them. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Like, uh, like with him... Every season, he's like this completely different character. Well, he he kind of does this method acting. He actually had to quit after Colt because he was so involved in that character that it like fucked with his mental health to the point where he had to take a year off of acting. Yeah. Because he just he couldn't deal with it because he was so involved. 
I mean, you, you like I said, he, he's this totally different character in every season. And you know, like I'm like he, I'm sure like he gets the script and it's like, oh, this is gonna be completely different. And I wonder if Sarah Paulson or whatever her name is, look at her, he goes. Well, I'm crying again. <laughs> uh, words, couple lines, and then cry. Couple lines and cry. Next scene, cry. <laughs> scene four, cry. Yeah. All right, cool. I got it. But I can understand why they've done that with her character because I, having I, an actor or an actress be able to cry on cue is so freaking hard. And having her be able to do it and do it convincingly and do it pretty, because she's a pretty crier. Every season, she would start that, and I would sit there the whole season with my fingers crossed that they'd kill her off. <laughs> it's like, why won't you die? <laughs> I, she's such a good actress, though. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not disputing that. But to to have basically the same character in every season, because she was just a crier every season. That's all she did. Yeah. You know, I I, I see no range in her because that's all she did was cry. Evan Peters showed a lot of different things. He really did. I mean, he showed the, like the psycho and and uh, the and tormented kid in Murder House. Uh-huh. Then that southerner that he was in that he sounded like in uh hotel in hotel well no he was he wasn't southern, a southern. Or, or he North, was uh, or very he had, proper I he guess. had he had a it, he called it a brahmin accent he actually called it a brahmin accent yeah. because it's a brahmin mid-atlantic accent is what he was using and he nailed it yeah and then he, and then he had you know just his normal stuff when he was in Roanoke and 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 then that different character completely cared for a different one he played in Freak Show. Yeah. With Lobster Boy. Yeah. And, and I mean, whew, so good. So freaking good. Did you know Kid Rock still drinks Bud Light? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> a few moments later, <laughs> he's drinking his Bud Light. It's like, what happened, buddy? Does that mean you're going to get canceled now because you're drinking Bud Light? I mean, I think that's what that means, doesn't it? Meaning that what that should mean? On top of that... He should be canceled. Ted Nugent, because you know Nuge was like the big, like, cancel culture and you can't come for me because I'm a big bad man. He was on a podcast here this last week, but the podcast was a video podcast. And if you looked on his dresser and in, in the background, he had like six or seven gigantic dildos on his dresser yeah like 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 massive like big cocks <laughs> on his dresser in the background of this podcast and so people are going not the nooch <laughs> like what you doing with those buddy and then kid rock shows up with a bud light and people are just like it's it hurt itself in its confusion. Because <laughs> holy shit, like people are freaking out. That just, that just, that, that was, that whole thing with him was just someone who was desperately, how can I say, it? desperately trying to 
become re- or stay relevant, maybe. Yeah. Cause nobody's talking about your ass anymore. Nobody gives a shit about you. Nobody gives a shit about Kid Rock or Ted Nugent. And you know, it's it's like I said. Can you hear me on this? Can yeah, I can barely hear you. So it's like I said the other day. Um, the only reason that Bud Light took a dip in sales, which it did, it took a legitimate dip in sales, is because your average liberal is not drinking Bud Light. So there was nobody to jump in and save it. So all these rednecks are like, yeah, we're not drinking Bud Light. But then they realized that Bud Light is a cheap beer that they can afford, so they had to go back to it. So, like, they're picking back up. So... The boycott didn't work. Sorry for you, bad luck. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Oh, I saw another TikTok a while ago where this couple... Now, what this lady was thinking... Apparently, she wasn't. But these people were in a drive through safari. Right? Right. And apparently the guy and his wife got into an argument about something. She gets out of the car. Oh, shit. Walks around to the driver's side of the car. Starts yelling at the man through the window. Next thing you know, on the security camera, you see a tiger come up, grab her, and run off. I mean... I, what what would you think would happen? I mean, I don't know what would happen, but I wouldn't be jumping out of the car if there was a tiger. But, but yeah, you see in the security camera, she's sitting there yelling, and the next thing you know, this tiger just comes up out of nowhere and grabs her and takes off with her. Like, what do you do at that point? It's like, like well, the guy was the guy was trying to like go after her, and he went back because the kids were in the car. And then one of the kids tried to get out to go help, and he's trying to get the kids back in the car. And then you see him running off. And then you see, like, the safari truck come running up. I'm like, why? At that point, she's dead. Yeah, she's, she's like, super dead. Yeah, she, she's done. She tiger poop. She tiger poop. Well, okay, so you're telling me about this story. She got mad at him, got out of the car, went around to the driver's side, and started yelling at him. I'm thinking she seems like a really toxic person anyway. So, really, is this not the best-case scenario for the dad? She doesn't have to put up with this harpy I anymore. I mean, you get some of these top, like the other day when we were, where were we going? I mean, yeah, we were just playing, but still, like, she kept, like, threatening to hit the brakes on, on the car. And then as she was about to hit the brakes, she was trying to reach over and unbuckle my seatbelt. No, no, no. As we were driving no, down. You no, let me finish. No, <laughs> no, ma'am. You've been cutting me off all night. You let me finish. I'm going to cut like, you she completely off. She was pretending off. like she was going to, like, swerve over and hit a pole. And right before she did it, she kept trying to reach over and, um, and unbuckle my seatbelt like she was wanting to force me to go through the windshield. I mean, like, why was she trying? She was, like, trying to kill me. Now, let's tell the people what really happened. That is what happened. I was there. We were in your truck. You were driving. You and remember? You kept, no. You kept reaching no. over and unbuckling my seatbelt. You're remembering this way wrong, ma'am. And I just barely saved myself. Why would you lie? By giving lie? you a purple nurple. Why would you lie? I'm not lying! I'm not lying either. Well, clearly one of us is lying. And it's I think you. we all know that it's you. No. We all know that it's you. 
Does this look like a face that would tell a lie? Yes, it does. Because you're telling a lie right now, and it I looks like your face. I am not. I am not. You've got your fingers crossed. I do not. Prove you it. You do. Ah! I'm going to purple nerpo you right now. I'll purple over you. No, you won't. I twist that thing enough times with a little propeller going off with that piercing <laughs> when I let go. And you tell the people what happened. I did. You tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. If you wake up <coughs> dead tomorrow, I didn't have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even the kids were yelling at you to stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't kill our dad. We love him. He's our favorite. Don't do that, Mom. They definitely wouldn't have said that. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> did you know that Tucker Carlson has a biography out? Uh, did you know that I really don't give a shit? Did you know that apparently nobody else does either because it only sold 3,000 copies? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't have spent my money on it. <laughs> now that he doesn't have Fox backing him, and because, like, when these people would release books and stuff like that, Fox would go in and, like, buy up a bunch of them and get them onto the bestseller list because they would buy up these books and, like, give them out. Now that he doesn't have Fox backing him, we see actual numbers. We see actual numbers for what these people are actually selling. Nobody gives a shit about Tucker Carlson anymore. The only thing he had going for him was that 8 o'clock time slot. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to matter who's in that 8 o'clock time slot. They're going to succeed. Because that's when, apparently that's when old right-wingers watch TV. Because Sean Hannity was in that spot and he succeeded. And then Tucker Carlson was in that spot and he succeeded. And Jesse Waters is now in that spot. And he is currently succeeding. Nobody gives a shit about Tucker Carlson. Because he's a fashy little right-winger and nobody cares. I don't care less about him either. If you look at his... Because he, he's he's producing his show on Twitter. And if you look at the numbers, like the first week he came out... Now, what they do on Twitter... I'm sorry. X. What they do on X now. Whatever, I'm calling it Twitter. Um, <laughs> they count views as a video that has been viewed for at least two seconds. Which means if you scroll past it, it counts as a view. <laughs> Well, his views went from being like a million the first week to being like half a million the second week to being like quarter of a million the third week. And they just kept going down and down and down and down and down. And like nobody's watching. They're scrolling by so fast they don't even register his views. Like, oh, Tucker. (laughs) Exactly. Like nobody wants to watch him. It's great. I love it. (laughs) And uh, speaking of Twitter, um, Musk is apparently going to take away the ability to block people. Didn't you say that was going to have an issue with like as far as like on the app stores for social media? Apparently. So, in order to be on the app store, you have to include the ability to block abusive people on your platform. Because you know nobody wants to be abused, right? Well, Elon Musk, who has never thought anything through longer than a couple of seconds, um, has decided he's going to take away people's ability to block people on Twitter because apparently sh- somebody showed him how many people have him blocked. I am one of them. Which he just randomly unblocks himself randomly. 
Because there's been times when he showed up in my feed, and I'm like, I've got you blocked, motherfucker. And I'll like re-block him, and he'll unblock himself and stuff like that. Yeah, like, seriously. And um, so apparently somebody showed him how many people have him blocked, and it made him mad. And so now he's just taking away that ability altogether. But if he does that, he's probably not going to be allowed to be in the app store anymore. So how will people use X? They won't. Because <laughs> it'll eventually it'll get so far beyond when they do updates that it, the app won't update anymore and nobody will be able to lose it. Which, to use it. <clears throat> Which makes me wonder, did he buy Twitter to tank it and then take a tax write-off? Like, seriously. Because every decision he has made seems like the decision of a person who is purposefully trying to tank the site. Because everything he has done has been horrible and wrong and detrimental to everything. I mean, I don't see how you could... I I, I can understand taking over, changing up things... um, Trying to make things your own, whatever, right? I get that. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to ask you a question and, and answer honestly, okay? Has he made any changes at all that has benefited the site? I mean, there's got there has to be something, right? Surely so, not everything he's done has been detrimental. Most of the stuff that he has done that has benefited the site has been reactions to things that he has done that has not benefited the site and has been things that Twitter was doing prior to when he took over. So basically, like, he'll, he came in and took over, and he's like, well, we're not doing this, 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 and this. And then he comes back a couple of months later and realizes, well, we have to do this because otherwise this thing won't function. So he puts that back in place. So he made that change. And it makes the site better, but it's what they were already doing. Okay. Those are the only positive changes that he's made. He's basically, if he's paying attention, going to back end his way back into the way Twitter was functioning before he took over. Because that's the only way it'll work properly. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the only improvements that he's made on Twitter have not been improvements so much as they have been going back to the way things were before he took over. Because he broke it, and now he's fixing it. But the only way he can fix it is the way that they had it before, because that was working. And the reason it was working is because it's the only thing that'll work. I gotcha. He's he's a very special boy, and nobody's ever told him no before. And he's always been propped up by his daddy's money. And he's never really failed before. And this failure on a cosmic scale that he's experiencing with Twitter, the reason he's failing so bad and that he hasn't failed with, for example, SpaceX or Tesla, is because Tesla and SpaceX have rooms full of people who manage him. Right. And Twitter Keep doesn't him have doing it. stupid shit. Exactly. Exactly. And Twitter didn't have that because he came in and he just took it over from the ground floor. And so there's no people to manage him. And 
Tesla, the reason it's so successful is not because they are groundbreaking electric car technology, because BMW has a better electric car than Tesla does right now. They actually have functional self-driving cars. The reason Tesla is so successful and, because, and, and the reason they're valued at so much is because of carbon offsets. I don't know if you know this or not. But the reason they make so much money is because Tesla is a carbon negative company, which means it's got carbon credits that it can sell to other companies that need the ability to pollute without getting in trouble for it. So Twitter, so Tesla sells their carbon credits that they have to other companies to keep their net carbon credits at a zero so these other companies can pollute at will that's why Twi that's why tesla is so successful and so worth so much money it's because of their carbon credits mm. has nothing to do with I their electric car technology yeah yeah because their electric car technology has been far surpassed by other companies in fact um the electric cars had such a terrible range on them Tesla lied about how far their cars could go without needing to be charged. To the point that people who owned Teslas thought there was something wrong with them because they weren't getting that much of a charge off of them. And so they would put in maintenance requests to fix the problem, and Tesla would cancel the maintenance request because there is no fix for it. Because there was nothing wrong with the car. They just overinflated how far it could go. So, so they, hey, this thing says a car can go up to 500 miles. I'm getting like 250. Exactly. But, but see, that's where they get it. They cover themselves in the wording. People don't pay attention to that. Up to. Up to. I means you're not going to get over this. But you can get up to 500 miles on a single charge. 50 miles is still up to 500. Yeah. But people don't pay attention to that. Yeah. I can get up to this. Exactly. You might only two. get two. Yeah. But so you'll get somewhere between zero, zero and, and five hundred. <laughs> Where that is is not sure, but you'll get somewhere up in that. Somewhere. So, um, but yeah, that's the only reason Tesla is successful. SpaceX is successful because it was successful before Elon came in and put a bunch of his money into it, and because they have a giant room of people that manage. Elon and keep him away from things that he could negatively impact. Yeah. Elon Musk has never invented anything. He has never improved anything. The only thing he has ever done is buy a seat on the board and inject his money into companies. That's it. That's all he does. They got all them people over there SpaceX keeping him corralled because it's like, you know, you come over here and fuck up shit, you'll get people killed. Yeah. You fuck up Twitter. Whatever, who cares? Whatever, you know. Yeah. But you fuck up this. Well, it's the same. It's the same thing with Tesla. You fuck this up, you're gonna get people killed, and he has gotten people killed. Yeah. Because he's gone out there and said, "My self-driving technology can do this, this, and this," and then people are like, "Oh, cool, it can do this, this, and this," and they try it, and then it goes haywire on them, and it fucking kills people. Yeah, it runs over people and shit. Like okay, like for example, it can't tell that a child is in front of it it just think and that one you're telling me that it 
it doesn't understand perspective. Perspective. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, it thank you. thinks that that child is just a regular size human who's a little further away. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't know it's supposed to stop, and so it just that's why I didn't, runs over I didn't kids. say anything about that because I wasn't sure if that's what you were going with. Because I yeah. can't remember if that was. If, I think you told me that before. Because it doesn't, it can't pick up three dimensional in yeah. the camera. It doesn't understand. BMW, on the other hand, has the camera set where it can pick up perspective. Right. Tesla does not. Uh, and so that's why BMW's self-driving car is more safe and is a better self-driving car. It'd be awesome. We get complete 100% self-driving cars. Well, when we have the ability to have complete 100% self-driving cars, people will not be allowed to drive in them. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying it, they're gonna they're gonna make it illegal to drive your own car. Man, when, how often that be just go out there, get in a car, sit down, take me to Walmart, motherfucker, let's go, and it just goes. Well, you know, buses and trains do that now, <laughs> and don't take up nearly as much space on the road. That's all uh, I'm saying. Buses takes up a lot more space on the road than a car does. If you haul thirty people in thirty cars, right, versus thirty people in one bus. Takes up a lot less space. You explained it that way, yes. But you said if I take a bus, it takes up less space on the, on the road. No, it doesn't. A bus takes up more space than my car. Per person. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I knew I, I would pull you to that point. Sometimes you just got to, it takes a man's perspective to get the woman on the right track. Ow. <laughs> you deserve that. You know it. Shush. Shush. Drink some more of that please. wine and hush. Uh, thank you. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's not thank you very much. It's just thank you. That's Chad Gable from wrestling. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Shush, please. Do you know what I figured out today? I can take my shorts off without unbuttoning them. Oh. I have lost some inches. I'm so excited. Anyway. What else you got on your I just know if our scale's right. I'm, I'm officially hit 20 pounds lost. Yeah, you have. So I've gone from 304 to 283 or 284. My weight loss is not nearly as drastic as yours. I've only lost about six pounds. And it is non-linear, which means when I weigh myself in the morning, I weigh different than when I weigh myself in the evening. But it is trending in the correct direction. So that's all I'm worried about. It's just going to take me longer to take to, to lose this weight because I've got, I'm on two different medications that make me gain weight, which doesn't help, you know. And then I like food, but I have been watching my calories, like really, really well. Speaking of food, we ate out today for the first time in a oh while, my God. and I was not really expecting it to be that good. It was so good. We went to the Mighty Crab. Oh my God! Everything. So it's like every single thing we got from them was good because we got even like, like those little garlic bread things that one of the kids ordered the the cheese sticks i mean i i don't know i didn't get a cheese stick y'all devoured the cheese sticks those was good y'all devoured those things i didn't get to taste one the onion rings were good the catfish was good the Shrimp the Cajun good. fries were good the fried shrimp was good the boiled shrimp was good with the um, and Parker said that the crab legs and the lobster was really good that he got. And you said your crab cakes were good. I mm -hmm. mean, 
that margarita that they gave me was freaking awesome. The, was such a good margarita. The only problem that I had, I ate the crab cakes and they were amazing. But I haven't had processed sugar in like two months. Oh, yeah. And apparently my body is like, no. And I didn't think about it. And I had sweet tea. I had two glasses of sweet tea. And that was apparently just enough processed sugar that my body was like, nope, you're going out the same way you came in. Because, see, I thought about that when you ordered, and I should have said something. Because, like, uh, like a week, last weekend, we got Parker one of the milk jugs of the gallon sweet teas. Mm-hmm. And I took a swig out of it. And I immediately was like, ugh, didn't like it. Look, it tastes wonderful, but it makes you sick to your stomach. And that's what happened to me. I got sick to my stomach, and my food didn't stay, and that was not fun. That was not fun at all. I did not enjoy that. Sorry. Crew's doing roll call. See who's getting on Diablo. <laughs> We're about to get on Diablo, because i I got I to gotta get my sorcerer up. Because I, I, I'm not very high on my sorcerer, and I've, I've got an ice build that I want to do. And I finally got my boots, so I'm going to be looking for shit that does chill damage now. <laughs> up that character up now yeah well I, when 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 you have some other or when you come across some other boots i want to know because well that's what sucks because like it's stupid because if you have any kind of legendaries or uniques you can't drop them like you could in the other diablos which is dumb i mean it's like okay well i got this legendary i don't need but i can't drop it to see if anybody else needs it you know uh-huh that's so dumb why why make the game like that Right. I mean, that's so silly. It's not like you're doing PvP, so it's going to make anything different. You know, if somebody needs something that you have and you don't need, why not? Why can't you give it to them? I don't know. It's just silly. But I know, like, because, like, I was trying to help Parker with his, but he didn't have a seasonal character. He had a Eternal Realm character. But we finished the story mode on that one. Got him to his... His new character on the seasonal realm did did the 50 capstone, the 70 capstone, and one level 31 nightmare dungeon, and got him up to like 28. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in three in three dungeons, got him up to 28 or 30, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then on one of the the dungeons, yeah, because he started off on the nightmare dungeon, he was only level 16. Mm-hmm. And he was 28 when we got done with that one dungeon. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we're going to get my sorcerer up. Because I've been running a rogue character. And I want to do a sorcerer character because it's a little more long range. And I kind of enjoy the long range type combat. As opposed to like the close up, up personal stuff. Plus two with a sorcerer. That was my main build for a while. So I know... What stuff you need to be watching for. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, you ready to call it for the night? Yep. Because we got some chicken in there that just got finished cooking, and I got to go in there and cook all the side dishes. And I don't know if you'd mess with all the side dishes tonight, because I don't know if anybody's going to eat, because it's late, and everybody's probably still full from lunch today, because that was a that was a hefty lunch. Well, even if we have to reheat it for tomorrow, that chicken reheats real well. Yeah, but don't do the don't do sides tonight. Okay, I won't do sides. I don't think, think it'll be a waste. Okay. Because that stuff's not going to be as good reheated. Okay. I'll check with the kids and see if they want anything. And if not, then we'll, we'll yeah. just go to bed. You can so. go to bed. I'm playing Diablo. Cause I just <laughs> see that my bros are on. My brothers are over there on. Yeah. Well, we're, we're about to get on there and fuck some shit up. So. 
All right. Well, you can reach me on all the socials. It's either at Cricket Shay or at Cricket Shay, the number one. Um, Why did you choose number one? Because you're not number one. You should be number two. <gasps> I'm always number one. I'm number one. You're not number one. Yes, I am. No. I always come first. That's true. <laughs> if you're doing it right. <laughs> It's like that one TikTok I saw all the guys like, hey, honey, guess what? I got something special for us tonight. She's like, what? She said, he said, I got some, some Olympic condoms. She's like, Olympic? Yeah, they're like gold. They're gold. I got me some gold condoms we're going to use. She goes, well, can you wear silver and come in, come in second this time? <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> Well, not to tell tales from school or whatever, but I don't have to worry about that, so that's good. Hmm. That's why we have such a good marriage. <laughs> Swing! <laughs> so on that note, we're going to end it tonight. You can reach me on all the socials. You can text me. You can Facebook me. You can do whatever. Um, Thomas, again, doesn't have socials, so don't try to get him. Just try to get me. I got Xbox. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one that matters. Friend me on Xbox at Cricket Shea. S-H-E-A. And we love you. Bye.